Why there are so few fantasy NSF games from Germany? I've gotten a lot of positive listener feedback from my last ramble cast, so as long as nobody's complaining, I'm going to talk more in free form about different aspects of Euro and American game scenes, where they are similar, where they differ, and where each can learn from each other. I return to endless pre-Essen reports as soon as anybody asks for it. Seriously. If anybody has suggestions about what I should ramble about, please do so. What I'm talking about this time is also the result of discussions with friendly gamers. Again, a suggestion by Raphael Thien. I already talked about at length why there are so few German war games. But there's another genre that is relatively lacking in Germany, and that is fantasy or SF-themed games. In fact, when one thinks of a typical German Euro game, no fantasy or SF game comes to mind immediately. One instead thinks typically of abstracted designs, mostly with a slightly exotic flavor. The typical German Eurogame is called Puerto Rico, Goa, Alhambra, Carcassonne or Santiago. See a trend there? I dare you to find one place on the world map which hasn't been done as a Eurogame yet. Or a German game will have a completely weird title like Hey Ho Chicken Droppings, which is actually not an invented title but the correct English translation of Zicke Zacke Hühnerkacke. Although Hühnerkacke sounds actually much stronger in German than Droppings. But the title that you usually won't find is Big Space Battle for the 25th Century, or Attack from the Killer Kimchi Aliens from the Planet Omega, or The Search for the Legendary Sword of Orc Death. Not that there are no fantasy titles on the market. It is just usually considered death for a game aspiring to be Spiel des Jahres, to be fantasy, or worse, SF-themed because then it is not universal enough, but too geekish. There is a consistent rumor that Puerto Rico was originally an SF game, a science fiction game, but was changed to a more general theme by Alia, the Ravensburger-owned publisher, and they were proven right. I can actually only think of two Spiel des Jahres which are slightly fantasy-themed, and not one single science fiction game. The first of these was Sagerland, by Alex Randolph from 1982, but that is basically an abstract memory game. And the second is Elfenland by Alan Moon from 1998, but that is more of a racing travel game in the vein of Herr and Tortoise. Incidentally, the latter is also considered one of the less successful Spiel des Jahres sales-wise, even though it is a good game. One might argue that Settlers of Catan is a fantasy game because Catan doesn't exist, but one should note that Settlers carefully avoids anything to do with orcs, elves or magic spells. The card game had some fantasy elements, and there's of course the Starfarers of Catan, but that was only there because it was already a successful franchise. And Starfarers is much less played than the original here. The huge majority of Settlers variants have either been historical or abstract. Again, Return of the Heroes, or the upcoming Midgard, the German version, are of course pure fantasy games. But please look at the publishers. It's Pegasus Press, a comparatively small publisher that started as a role-playing game company. Science fiction is even rarer. In fact, I could only name a handful of games by large publishers that are SF-themed, and most of them have not been overtly successful. Why is that so? I have already talked about the development of the German gaming scene its roots in the family tradition and so on. Board games are universally accepted here. This is why the concept of a FLGS, a friendly local gaming store, or flags, was actually something new in Germany. One doesn't go to a specialty store to buy board games, no. 
you can simply walk to the next supermarket or toy store or even drugstore to buy quality board games by Ravensburger or Cosmos and by authors like Knizia or Kramer. Most Germans actually don't even know that specialty stores exist and would not normally enter one. Games are sold virtually everywhere. With the advent of role-playing games and later miniature and collectible card games, we of course also experienced the advent of specialty stores in Germany. But they only dealt in foreign games, not Euro games. But where there was once a profusion of friendly local game stores, there is now a relative wasteland in Germany. Most large cities will have only one flags maximum, and very often it will be owned by the horrible body snatcher Nazis, also known as Games Workshop. But most importantly, what is missing here is a link to geek culture. When role-playing games became popular in the US, they were sold at first in comic stores. For me, the archetypical US flags is usually a combo of comics, action toys, miniatures, card games and board games. So whoever enters these stores is a geek anyway, usually a Trekkie or a Lord of the Rings fan or a LARPer or a miniature gamer, in short, somebody who embraces so-called geek culture. When Eurogames first became popular, they were also sold at these kind of stores. For the American geeks, the absence of tired and old fantasy SF themes was refreshing, and I think this was also part of the success of Eurogames. In Germany, this combination is rather rare or simply doesn't exist, and when it has been tried, it is usually given up quickly. The comic stores in Germany have an incredibly hard time anyway, as comics are considered to be for children only. If they try to also sell games, they actually have to invest even more money, which they usually don't have. This has created a distinction which I think is much less apparent in the US. When I go to my regular games evening in Munich, most gamers I meet there will sneer at any fantasy or SF-themed game that I'll offer to play. But all of them are hardcore gamer geeks who heavily invest in their hobby. Probably one in ten only also likes SF or fantasy. The rest would rather play Ticket to Ride than Runebound, that's for sure. One is either a gamer or a fantasy SF freak, but rarely both. In the US, role-playing games became incredibly popular, but from a niche market that was nourished by fantasy and SF films and books. Many role-players from the 70s and 80s are now board gamers. In fact, I would say that the archetypical board game geek person has this history, but only if he came from a North American background. For people with this history, SF and fantasy come natural, but again, in Germany they form a much smaller percentage of gamers. This is probably similar in other European countries, although my impression is that fantasy themes come easier to the French or Italians, for example, but then comics are also much more popular there. I don't know when this is ever going to change. Perhaps one has to simply make comics accepted mainstream in Germany, but that, I fear, will not happen soon. With this small excursion, I leave you to the wise sayings of Master Vassal and Healy. May the wisdom and lighten heal and advance you. May the lords of Kobo be with you any day. Bye-bye.